Hi there, Rob Verkirk here. I'd like to talk to you today about the great need for a new system of healthcare, not disease management, but healthcare. I want to give you some context here. So if we go back and look at our Paleolithic ancestors about 20,000 years ago, they were doing pretty well. They made it to the age of 40. If you compare that today, most people in the industrialized world live to 80 plus. And of course, they don't necessarily do it in a healthy state. In fact, one of the real problems is that more and more people are getting sick at, at an ever younger age. So it's not at all uncommon for people to spend the last one third of their life dependent on what we call a healthcare system that's really a disease management system. So what happened in, in Paleolithic times, of course, people died of, of um, lack of food. Um, they died of the elements. They died of uh, predators and, of course, disease. Um, today, we die largely of chronic degenerative diseases, the very thing that modern medicine has not been able to fix, at least to, to a large extent. So chronic diseases, degenerative diseases are still the largest causes of death. So if we look at the COVID crisis, for example, we might think of it primarily as an infectious disease, but look at the people who primarily get severe disease or die from it. These are people who have dysfunctions in systems. They have comorbidities that relate to the way that they interact with the environment and have done over their lives. So they have generally had less than ideal diets and lifestyles that give them these comorbidities and make them very vulnerable now to an infectious disease. So should we cause call the, the infectious disease the cause or not? So what happened? When did this change in, in lifespan occur? The remarkable thing is it's pretty recent. For most of human evolution, Lifespan has been very, very stable. We, we live to roughly two or three times our reproductive age. Um, and, but it was about 100 to 150 years ago that everything changed. We see this sudden inflection in life expectancy. Um, and it happened in different parts of the world at different times. But again, for, in evolutionary terms, still pretty close together. So in, in Europe and North America, for example, it was about around about 1870, when the Industrial Revolution really kicked in. Um, in Africa and most of Asia, it was a bit later, about 50 years later, in the 1920s or so. So what caused it? Was it modern medicine? Was it antibiotics and vaccines and modern surgery? Or was it something else? And interestingly, when you look at the most credible analyses of what caused it, it seems to be down to things that were not pharmaceutical in nature. It was improvements in sanitation, in housing and education. One of the reasons that we know it wasn't antibiotics and vaccines because they, and, and modern medicines, is because they came in particularly in a rush in the post-World War II period where patented medicines, um, medicines based on new to nature molecules um, became the thing. Um, antibiotic prescription became routine. And of course now 
um, 100 or so years on, we see some major problems with antibiotic resistance. We see the pharmaceutical pipeline dry, drying up and we see experiments with entirely novel forms of gene therapy that we call vaccines um, being carried out in the public with no prior understanding of this is the best way of managing a new disease. The whole healthcare system is focused on something outside of the, the human body, the terrain or the environment that the individual lives in and on the thing that needs to be attacked, the, the, the bug. And of course, in the middle of COVID-19, we've seen exactly that um, problem being central to why we're missing the point. We're missing the very point that it is the individual's terrain that when it is out of balance, when it is dysfunctional, that actually creates the real problems. That's where all the severe disease, that's where all the mortality is coming from. So this really is a trigger for why we need to completely rethink healthcare. We cannot sustain the current system with this essentially what is a reactive system. Most people don't do anything about their health until they have a disease. And then, you know, basically, it's about prescribing drugs, delivering surgery, but it's done late in life, often after years and decades of a clinical manifestation of disease. So it happens in clinics and hospitals. It doesn't happen in people's homes or in their workplaces or in their schools or education places. So when we rethink healthcare, when we want to move from a disease management system to a true healthcare system, we need to be thinking what we need to do at home, in the workplace, and in our places of education, in the community. And, and that's really what our blueprint for health system sustainability is all about. Um, it's been on hold. Our work in this area has been on hold for about 18 months because we've been so incredibly focused on COVID, on what is really going on in terms of the disease itself and its management and the policies around it, um, the, the loss of freedoms that people have, because if you, if you cannot, if the individual cannot control their behavior and they just are forced to do what governments and, and big businesses want them to do, you do not have free choice and you cannot exercise individual free will to do all the diverse range of things that people need to do to um, essentially improve the function of this multifaceted complex system that we call health that is about this environment, um, this interaction between ourselves, our genome and the environment. So please understand then, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to do just one thing, whether it's taking a, a patented product or a licensed or unlicensed vaccine. We have to actually look at the terrain, the human terrain, and that involves improving resilience, improving multi-system function. And that is what real healthcare is about. We're a long way from it at the moment. Um, please tune in next week. Um, please also share this video. Really important that people understand now is a great time for change. So look forward to seeing you next week as well. Thank you.